You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Dave Sturchio, welcome back to the Dave Sturchio Show right here on the Premier Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dave Sturchio. Guess what? That's not breaking news to you. So if you've been listening to my podcast for the first, uh, where are we at now? Nine episodes deep. Uh, first and foremost, thank you. Um, it's been a pretty cool ride thus far. On, like I said, self-entitled projects are not always the uh, the go-to. It's not always um, the popular thing to do because if nobody knows who you are, it really doesn't matter what you call your podcast. So the Dave Sturchio Show is something that I've honed in on, um, carving the time out to do. There is a lot of stuff going on over here at Chop Studios and Chop Sports Media and everything that we have going on as a business over here in Matawan, New Jersey. So, of course, first and foremost, if you're looking for a place to record your own podcast, your video, your any kind of content, come on down to Chop Studios. You can check us out at chopstudiosnj.com for all the information that we have, all the services we provide. Um, me and Chris uh, just recently got done hosting our first open house this past Saturday. I want to thank uh, those of you who showed up for that. Um, I don't think it was marketed correctly. I think that we did. Um, I'll be honest. I, I think we did a piss poor job at street marketing. Um, sure. Social media goes a, a long way and social media definitely helps the cause, but it's not necessarily um, going to deliver the greatest results. I, I do want to thank the people that did show up. You know, there, there was a nice handful. We've um, potentially landed a uh, really nice client, um, potentially to help her spread some awareness about a uh, specific disease. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Not the disease, but, you know, it's pretty cool that we landed something like that. That's in production or hopefully going to be in production soon. Um, I also want to shout out um, Jesse Ray, who came by. She's a follower of mine on on Instagram. Very, uh, very cool person. She's into the, uh, uh, what the hell you call it? She's into the... Like the, the the card, the tarot cards, and the you know that that realm. You're right. So like I'm I'm obviously not into that stuff, but obviously she has really cool content, and she checked out the space. So thank you to her. Um, definitely want to thank my folks, my parents, my family, my home team. They came by, they supported me. They came by and uh, checked out the place, and got to take some really cool photos with my dad at the at the sports desk, and and you know obviously my kids and everything like that. So it was definitely a very um, very humbling experience to have them in there to see um, what I've built over here, what me and Chris have built over here um, as Chop Studio. So again, we are moving forward. We are, um, you know, all speed ahead. Usually, the the fun times of Chop Sports have typically come in the fall uh, and winter. Believe it or not, I know that the summer days are here, and you know it's August fifteenth as I record this podcast. And again, thank you guys for listening and all the positive feedback on the last couple episodes. I know. Again, last episode, I honed in on my friendship with my boy, John, um, in which I was able to go this past weekend, which, by the way, um, PNC Bank Art Center, uh, you know, the concert venue, that place has come a long way. It really has. Because, I mean, I've, I've been going there for as long as I've been able to drive um, to concerts and maybe even before that. Um, I've seen some really cool concerts there. I saw Lincoln Park there once upon a time. I've seen like the Google Dolls. I've seen, you know, just different varieties. I I've, I think I've went and, uh, yeah, the, the Rick Ross and Lil Wayne concert that I went to back in like 2011. 
I was there for that. It, a lot of fun, a lot of cool memories. However, this past Saturday was definitely one of the best concerts that I've ever been to. Um, I've been a, I've been a Disturbed fan. Not <laughs> I am a Disturbed fan, uh, but I'm a Disturbed fan. The band uh, since I can remember. Um, speaking of my boy John, me and him grew up watching and listening to some of their music. Uh, I know once upon a time I had aspirations to get a piercing like their lead singer had, and it was like these two like horns underneath your chin. I don't know. It was so stupid. So instead of getting the piercing, I just kind of shaved my beard into that, and it was even weirder. Uh, so that was a fun phase. Uh, it was like right after high school, too. It was weird. But anyway, I went and saw Disturbed at PNC, and I got to give it up for my forever niece. Uh, she is John's niece, Alex. She hooked up the tickets. She got me VIP. Um, dude, first of all, the seats were incredible. I was like dead center for everything, lower level. Um, I want to say 30 rows back, I guess, from the stage. I don't know. It felt like I was right there on top of them. Um, the the pyro, you felt the heat of the fire pyro. You felt it, it was just awesome. Um, I, I love live music. I think it's like one of my definitely one of my things that I like to it's one of my go to's when it comes to like if I'm stressed or anything like that. I just want to go see some music, hang out, drink some beers, relax. In this case, this is the very first concert that I've ever went alone. Right. So I had aspirations to go with my boy, Greg. Um, it was a long day. The, the day of the concert, we decided to take his boat out for a spin out to the Statue of Liberty, which, by the way, you always feel just a little bit more American when you go out to the Statue of Liberty. I had a great time out there, caught some sun, drank some beers with my boy, went out to uh, Staten Island for a, a little bit of a lunch, uh, liquid lunch. Uh, you know, we had some food, but primarily it was for the beer. Um, and we took a boat there, docked it, you know what I mean? So that that's a cool experience in itself. But, yeah, it's a long day, so I I, I wanted him to go, um, but he works on Saturdays. He works for Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru. He is the manager over there. Uh, so Saturdays are their big days. He can't be all banged up going into work. Sometimes he is. You know, sometimes he'll, he'll venture out with me, but this wasn't one of those days. It was one of those days where he's like, dude, I, I, just, I just can't do it. So I, uh, I had these VIP tickets. I, I did find out, come to find out that there were people that I knew that were going, but I actually drove to PNC myself. I got on the shuttle bus from my parking spot, took the bus, sang the wheels on the bus, go round and round, got to the place, get to the entrance, sat in my seat by myself. And obviously Alex was there to greet me and I got to, you know, hug her for the first time in years. Uh, I haven't seen her in so long. Um, she's getting so grown up. It's, it's kind of crazy. I've seen that girl in diapers, um, literally. And, um, so Disturb puts on a great show. I mean, PNC has come such a long way. All I had to do is push push a button. I was getting like in seat service. I was like, wow, this is fucking nuts. I was like, this is PNC Bank Art Center is doing this. You know, felt like I was at the garden. Um, and even those seats at the garden, you can't get that kind of treatment. So definitely had a good time uh, at the Disturb concert. Saw a lot of cool people there. Uh, saw some family there. You know, it, it, was, it was it was cool. Um, but this is the the time of the year where I feel like. The business flourishes. I feel like I'm in a better mood, and even I, I shouldn't even say that because it's like I'm a obviously the Yankees are atrocious right now. They're just a bad baseball team to watch. I haven't sat down to watch a full Yankee game in a very long time. It hasn't been worth watching. Um, I'm not one of those fair weather fans that go away when they stink, but like this is like ignorance by them at this point. Like they just the the ownership and the and the general manager and the manager they're all just buffoons at this point, and I just can't. I can't get behind that right now. Plus, I'm really busy. And as you get into August, it's time to to start segueing into football. And I think that 
football will always, always be my number one. Uh, it's not close. It really isn't. And I'm and I, and I say this and I preface this by saying that football is my number one sport. It's always been my number one sport. I'm more passionate about football than any other sport. Um, and I think that uh, you know, overall, like my my passion and my love for the Dallas Cowboys and football in general, it just makes me feel just more alive on a Sunday and or even a Saturday night when I don't want to, you know, stay up too late because I'm waiting for Sunday morning, you know, and, and and just you know, there's so much that goes into it. Meaning, like, you know, um, not that goes into it, but like just why I love football. Like, I'm a big family guy. Everybody should know that by now. Nine episodes deep. This is, I believe, it's episode ten. So for ten weeks, you've been realizing that I'm a family man, right? So like, I love being around my dad and my brother and my bonus mom and everybody, my kids, like just the everybody, everybody that's involved in my immediate family. It's just I need to be around them. Uh, on a Sunday, they're there to consult me when things go wrong. Uh, they're there to hug when things go right. So, like, I'm just very excited about football, very excited about the season, very optimistic about my Dallas Cowboys, and I'll definitely preview them more. But if you want more of a um, a realistic take of my Dallas Cowboys, you can go check out the Jersey Boys podcast, which you can find right here on the Premier Podcast Network and the Premier Streaming Network. We do video, uh, myself, Brett, and Keith Ernst. Um, we do, you know, breakdowns of every game and, and everything like that. So definitely look for that podcast as well if you're into the Dallas Cowboys. But moreover, before the season starts, there are multiple things to get to, meaning fantasy football. I know that there's a trillion fantasy football podcasts out there, maybe even a trillion and one, right? A trillion and one shows. There's a, a thousand critiques of what strategies you should use when going into a fantasy football season. I, for one, I'm coming from two leagues that I'm in a dynasty league, which I'm still getting used to the rules of dynasty leagues with Chris and, uh, you know, a couple of our close guys. But the main two leagues that I focus on every year are my home league, which I've been in and run for nine. This is the 19th year. And then there's Joe Angelo, um, who is a fantastic human being. Um, love him to death. Don't necessarily love all the people in his in his uh, in his football uh, fantasy football league because I don't know. I just always felt like if you don't really know me, like outside of the, that draft day, you should probably like tread lightly with how you talk to me because I mean I personally would never go into somebody else's place and just be a total jerk off. You know, I just wouldn't do it. Um, I don't talk shit like in the process, like not every pick that goes by like, Oh, oh what a fucking uh, ridiculous move that was or whatever. Like, I'm not one of those guys that like critique everything or talk shit or even poke fun at anybody. Like, I'm not that guy. Uh, and there's unfortunately always going to be those people that, you know, that feel like they, they get their rocks off by being a dickhead to somebody else. And if that's the case, and if that's your joy, Go for it. You know what I mean? Go for it. Uh, but it's the two, the greater of two extremes. Uh, in Joe Angelo's league, me and my one of my best friends, Mark, we've been teaming up for the last couple years. Um, I say couple, and I, and I feel like I've been playing in Joe's league for like maybe a decade at this point, maybe even longer. Um, but I've always had a partner, and it's it's I think it was my dad one year, uh, my brother maybe the second year, and then after that was my best friend, Mark, and it's been me and him riding every year. I think I got to a championship once in that league. Last year, I finished dead fucking last, bro. <laughs> dead last um, in Joe Angelo's league. And some leagues have penalties for um, finishing in last. And you just don't want to do that because you just don't want to figure out 
what do I got to look like next draft? So that draft's coming up, and that draft is at Bar A in Lake Como in New Jersey, um, down the shore. So that'll be my last and final trip down the shore of 2023, in which I have to draft in the first three rounds, I have to wear a um, a tutu. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, like, you're talking about somebody who's already insecure with himself, and now I got to wear a tutu while delivering my picks on a sticker board. Uh, at Bar A in front of bartenders and probably attractive women. And, you know, it, it just sucks. You know, it sucks. But you know what? That's part of it. We had a lot of shitty injuries, a couple bad breaks. We walked out of that draft last year like, damn, bro, we're going to take this league by storm this year. It's going to be great. Everybody that we drafted got hurt. Um, our quarterback sucked. It was like Justin Herbert had just an off year, just couldn't get it done. Um, our receivers, who I thought were going to be good, all hurt, all banged up throughout the course of the year. It was bad, and um, yeah, we we fought to the end. We, we tried desperately not to finish in last, but there we are, and there we were. So we're in last place. I have to do that draft in a tutu. I do not know the pick yet uh, as I record this. I know he's going to be doing that uh, this week, but I do know I am the reigning and defending champion of my home league last year. That is my second title. I now join a small group of folks in that uh, league that are multiple time champions. I do want to give flowers. I have to give flowers to my dad, who is a five time champion um, in that league. And that's hard to do. Okay. Like that, that's hard to do. He's been dominant uh, for, for years. He hasn't been back in a couple years. Um, I'm now looking at my, uh, I'm looking at my notes here. And I do have all the champions um, saved. I'm just trying to pull them up here. Where are they? Um, I know for a fact that it's been tough sledding um, for my dad lately, but uh, I know for a fact that he's, you know, he'll be back this year, I feel like. I think he, I think he's learning uh, as he goes, and I'm, I'm still, like, drawing a blank here with all the, the champions list. I'm just trying to figure out why I wouldn't have it in, like um, – like my uh, just like oh there we are. Uh, last time I updated was January fifteenth. So I do want to give flowers to my brother who is a one time champion, um, Jen Jones. Yes, there is a girl in my league and she's won the damn thing twice. Guess who she's beat? Me. So that's not been a uh, good at all. Dad's a five time champion. Uh, my best friend Mark, who you would think my knowledge and expertise and Mark's knowledge and expertise were both two time champions. So four championships between us in my home league. We can't get it done in Joe Angelo's league, but he is a two-time champion as well. There's a million champions in this thing. Uh, my boy Greg won it one year with uh, Brady and Moss. <laughs> so that you're dating yourself. It was 2009, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about it. But what I wanted to do today was do a little bit of a mock draft. I think that's a, that's a cool thing. I'm in the two spot in my league. And we're going to use the old sleeper app to do a mock draft. And I'll give you my critique and my analysis on what – each um, each pick would be or maybe who's going to be around in these late rounds and what the team I would draft this year. And hopefully maybe that'll pick up um, you know, or give you some advice uh, as to how to, to run your mock draft or how to run your draft. So I'm going to claim the second spot. Um, I'm going to uh, set the settings to have, uh, let's see, no timer just so it doesn't um, – let's see, yeah, no time limit per pick. Um the rules are simple. It's one quarterback starting, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. The flex could be a tight end, receiver, or running back, defense, kicker. Boom, you got it. Then there's your 
ultra important bench. Um, so you definitely want to draft a good bench and we're off to the races. So let's start. Uh, let's start by undoing that draft. I'm going to do it until, cause my, listen, here's the truth be told, full transparency. My brother has the, um, whatchamacall, uh, my brother has the first overall pick. So I'm trying to <laughs> get it. I know for a fact where he's going or where he thinks he's going to go. Um, so let me just try to do this again. All right. So let's just pretend for argument's sake, he takes Christian McCaffrey at the one. Now I've been kicking around this idea who to take it to. There is a slam dunk, but there also is that trepidation. Like, do you want to risk not grabbing a running back um, this early because look, it's PPR. It's half a point. It's not a full point PPR. It's half a point. Maybe by next year we'll do a full point. This is the first time my league has done a full point PPR. I mean, a half point PPR ever. We've been a standard league forever. Um, I think that that's a finally catching up with the times type deal. Uh, type deal. Um, but anyway, so Danny goes with Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to go and go Jay Jet on this one. Uh, Christian, I mean, uh, Justin Jefferson is your slam dunk. He's played in all the games that he's been in this league as it comes all the way back around now there is aspirations to get a running back right you don't want to be left in the dark and figure out how many running backs go now the big thing is how many quarterbacks will go so now I'm sitting in a situation where this is where I'm going this is what I would do but I'm also looking at it as the second round three quarterbacks went Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts I don't buy into the quarterback that early um, anymore. However, if you get one of those stud quarterbacks, it's one of those things where you just don't have to worry about it, except for the bye week. You never have to worry about, you know, start this guy or start that guy. It is a slam dunk all the time. Now, I'm sitting here in a position where I've drafted, drafted just, uh, Justin Jefferson already. I'm looking at, do you want to draft another double, uh, double wide receiver? You can. You can. Jalen Waddle's there. Chris Olave's there. T. Higgins is there. However, I think I need a running back here. I'm going homer pick here. I'm going Tony Pollard, who fell to me in the back end of the second round. Will that happen in my real draft? Probably not. Danny is stacked now with McCaffrey, Jalen Waddle, and T. Higgins. Now, as you go back into this draft, I'm looking at probably landing another key receiver here. I am big on Chris Olave this year. Dome receiver, better quarterback play that he had last year. He's got Derek Carr over there. Chris Olave is my guy. That's who I'm going to take in the third round. So my team is now equipped with Justin Jefferson and Chris Olave with Tony Pollard as my RB1. Now, coming back, you would think RB2 is a necessity, but you really have to look at the best player available. In this case, in this draft, I'm still waiting for the comeback here. Guys like Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf are gone. Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson go. So now you're looking at trying to add that second running back. And I'm going to do that, but I'm going to wait. Now, here's the problem. Danny with already a good running back. He hasn't taken another running back yet. So now I'm going to look at the receivers. I'm also going to look at the tight ends. George Kittle is still there. Is Kyle Pitts going to let you down again? That's a possibility. Quarterbacks. Your best quarterback right now is Justin Fields. Do you take him here in the four spot because you're probably going to add a running back regardless? Or do you take another receiver in which this case, Armari Cooper, Scary Terry, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, all still there? I, for one, I don't agree with this pick. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take Justin Fields here. I think he's like another running back to add. So I'm going to take Justin Fields there as Danny takes another two receivers. So now Danny's receivers are Waddle, 
Higgins, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper. That's huge. In a half-point PPR, you are set now. You don't have to worry about it. But now your running backs will definitely, definitely, definitely matter down the line. Now, the availability for running backs here, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, Cam Akers, Madison, Swift, Connor, Kamara. I, for one, think that Cam Akers is due for a bounce-back year. However, I'm going to throw a little bit of a wrench in this draft, and I'm going to skip another running back here. I'm going to just ride with Tony Pollard right now, and I'm going to go get Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin out of Washington. Sam Howell's the quarterback right now. I think that that's going to be a little bit better of an offense. Not great, but not as bad as they were last year. So now you're desperately seeking a running back because all I have is Tony Pollard. Now on the way back, plenty more running backs have gone. Madison gone, Kamara gone, Swift, Connor, Cook, all gone. So now I have a, I have myself a little bit of a situation here because you got to go running back here. You know that Danny's going to have to go running back at the one back-to-back. So now it's either Javante Williams coming off injury, Rashad White over there in Tampa Bay. He might be the workhorse there. David Montgomery, pretty late, right? James Cook, pretty late. I'm going to go with a little bit. Javante screwed me last year, so I have a little bit of a personal gripe with him. I'm going to go with Rashad White here as my running back, um, as my RB2. Ready for this? In this auto mock draft, another receiver went and a tight end went. So now I have to either, I mean, you can go tight end again and maybe get uh, Ingram here. Not sure. The, the receivers are still loaded, but you have three good ones already. Mike Williams is out there, Christian Kirk. For argument's sake, I'm probably going to go and land myself Javante Williams. So now Rashad White, Javante Williams, Tony Pollard are my running backs. That's not the sexiest. It's not. Um, but I do believe in Sean Payton getting the Broncos to play a little bit better. I mean, I know he's a little bit of a prick for what he said about um, the coaching staff over there in New York and or um, Nate Hackett in specific. Uh, and then Aaron Rodgers told him to shut his mouth. Um, so now I'm looking back here and I'm like, all right, well, I don't have a tight end yet. And we're in round eight. The tight ends have pretty much gone off the board. I think I'm just going to sit and wait on a tight end. Um the running backs are kind of weak. I'm going to go visit the receiver crew again. And while the last one I drafted was Terry McLaurin in the fifth, I'm now going to take another receiver here. My options are Brandon Cooks in Dallas, Michael Thomas. I mean, Michael Thomas has been one of those guys that's like, do not draft forever. When is he ever going to be healthy? I don't know, but I'm not about to take another Saint because I already have Alave. Uh, Zay Flowers is interesting. He's a rookie over there in Baltimore. If they get the 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 production they need out of Lamar Jackson, he will be playing a decent role over there. And then you have Juju catching now balls from Mac Jones. I'm gonna sit there and take Brandon Cooks, another Homer pick, um, just because of the fact that I think he's gonna do pretty good. Um the next pick to go is Tua, and then finally a running back, <laughs> Brian Robinson. Um, so now he's got uh, his running backs are Brian Robinson and Christian McCaffrey. So now the tight ends are sitting there. I could probably sit back and wait again. Do I want to dive into a defense right now? Probably not. I'm, I'm thinking that there's going to be some good out of Rashad Penny in Philadelphia. I don't like to admit that, but it is what it is. Um, Charbonnet over there in Seattle behind Kenneth Walker, who might be a little bit of a busky. I don't know. I'm not a big Kenneth Walker guy, as I wasn't last year either. Um I have three wideouts. I have three receivers. I mean, 
I can take a tight end here, but they're all relatively the same at the back end right now. So I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to take another receiver here. I'm going to take the gamble and go Zay Flowers here um, and, and and just hope, you know, that one of these receivers hit, I mean, at the back end. And I think I might have a something, you know, to be said or at least a, a, an argument to be made about that. So now we're in the 10th round. This is usually where I like to pick my defense. Um, again, your starting lineup is basically set outside of your defense and your kicker. Um, right around now, I will take the Cowboys defense. This is my third Cowboy. <laughs> so now I have Cooks, Pollard, and the Cowboys defense. The running backs are going now because he doesn't have any right after me. So now I'm going to have to go back to running backs. As the last one I picked was Javante Williams. So now I'm looking at, in the 11th round, Elijah Mitchell, Algier, Devin Singletary, or Foreman, Mostert, Bigsby, Zeke who just recently broke my heart and signed with New England. I'm going to go and get Mitchell because I have a feeling that there's a you know there's always a possibility that um, Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. So we'll see about that. I'm not, again, I'm not certain. But now I'm going to have to get that tight end. And one of the ones that I wanted and was looking at was Akankwu out of Tennessee. I think he's going to have himself a decent year. So now the tight ends are very, very, very bad. Um, damn, I'm looking now. And you know what? <laughs> For shits, I'm going to go and grab, oh, man, this is rough. Gerald Everett's still out there in, in Los Angeles. I'm going to go with him. It's not the sexiest pick in the world. Um, in fact, I'm going to go double tight end picks here. Sam Laporta is over there in, t- uh, in Detroit. He might be something special. I'm going to go with him as well. So that's a double back-to-back tight end. And then in the last round, I'm going to wait for my kicker. Usually I do take a kicker in the, in the 13th and not the 14th, but I'm going to take one in here in the 14th and just wait for him to get all the way back to me. And this kicker will be, as these guys ever want to pick, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with <laughs> I'm go with Dicker the kicker. Well, give me that Chargers kicker uh, to round out my draft. So now my team is as followed. You can rate it, leave it in the comments, the reviews. Let's see how I did here. Justin Fields is my quarterback. I picked him in the fourth round. Tony Pollard and Rashad White. My receivers are pretty loaded, I think. Justin Jefferson, Chris Olave, Terry McLaurin. My tight end, little weak. In the 12th, I picked Gerald Everett. Waited too long for that. My kicker is Cameron Dicker. Uh, my Cowboys defense. My bench. I have some upside of this bench. Javante's sitting on the bench. Brandon Cook's on the bench. Zay Flowers on the bench. Elijah Mitchell on the bench. And Sam Laporta on the bench, which again... The second tight end off the board in 2023 was him. You know, 6'3", 245. I, I, I like his build. Um, and l- we'll see what he can do with with that new-look offense. But that's my team right now, half a point PPR. Like I said, it's difficult to do on the fly like this on a podcast, but I figure why not give it a shot. Uh, I am, again, the reigning defending champion with aspirations of picking Justin Jefferson at the two overall. I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe Danny throws a wrench, takes Justin Jefferson one overall, and I'm going to just wind up with a layup of, of Christian McCaffrey. I think that that's not even close, not even a debate. The guy is the best player in football right now all around. He can run, he can catch, he can receive, he can just juke you out of your ankles. Speaking of juking you out of your ankles, I know it was a lot of fun to watch Deuce Vaughn over the weekend for the Cowboys. So, again, more coverage on that on the Jersey Boys podcast. Um, I, I think, listen, fantasy football season's here. I know a lot of the wives out there, probably not listening to this, but they're probably just, God damn it, you know, it's time. Uh, football season, buckle up. 
There's no more Sundays without football. Hell, for the first couple of weeks of preseason, there's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday football. So, you know, for me, I know there's a lot of people that make past judgment as to how can you potentially watch or possibly watch preseason football. For me, I'm a football junkie. I need all of it. Give me all of it into my veins. I'm all for it. Give me football. Give me death. So that'll do it for this week here on the Dave Sturcio Show. I hope you guys enjoyed a quick little um, fantasy football episode. Again, working on some pretty cool guests going forward, lining things up this week. Um, I got my guy, Hugo, coming in here. Um, it'll be fun. A lot of this cool shit will be going down right here from Chop Studios. So check out ChopStudiosNJ.com. Uh, for all of your rental needs, all of your content creation needs, your photography needs, everything that you need in the world of media, we got you covered here at Chop Studios. So be sure to follow us on all the social medias. Follow me on Twitter as I make a little bit of a push for the football season. I know that there's a lot of people out there that started following me as of the last couple of days because I decided to put out like a little bit of a PSA and it got picked up by a couple of people um, who are encouraging people to follow me. So my content will be delivered in full. Um, all season long for football, for the baseball playoffs, for everything that's going on in the world today. I do not talk politics. Don't ask me to talk politics. I will not tell you who I'm voting for. I don't care. Um, I do. Obviously, I have my thought process. I, I do not like paying this much for groceries. I do not like paying this much for gas. So if any of you candidates out there could switch that up, that would be great. I really appreciate it. So with that being said, it's going to be a busy rest of August. September's coming up before you know it. If you are a premier streaming network subscriber already, you're getting all that stuff. I will be in Chicago on Labor Day weekend uh, for the StarCast. I'm excited about that. They keep announcing new guests. I can't wait to get out there and do some social media for the premier streaming network. And, of course, going to opening day, opening kickoff against the New York Giants, Sunday night football. I will be in attendance so link up with me if you're a Giants or a Cowboys fan. We'll be doing a nice little tailgate ski for my birthday. Big old 38. Horrible. Um, but anyway, and then, of course, at the end of the month, I will be going out to Dallas to see my boy Brett do his thing at the Dallas Comedy Club. And then the following day, they play the New England Patriots, which, again, is now the Zeke homecoming game, which I'm sure tickets skyrocketed through the roof. So hopefully um, and everything's taken care of, and I got to talk to Brett about all that. So Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys. Please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or anything or wherever you're watching or listening to this. I appreciate you. Love you. God bless. And I'll see you guys next week.